Jim Slavin is many things. He's the chair of Dumby Dykes Residents Association and he's also part of the Helping Hands charity. The charity are now operating emergency food drops in Edinburgh and we spoke to Jim just before a busy day of coordination and logistics. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Very good. Very good. Lovely morning. Good. That's great. So another busy day for you down in Dumby Dykes. You seem to be um, doing a real range of things. So can we start with uh, what you'll be off to do after this call? Well, first of all, this morning we have our drop-off centre, which is at the Cranny and Cranston Street for food drop-offs and we're volunteers there. And then we have to make sure our volunteers collect all the cooked food that we've got getting produced today and make sure vans are driving that to the various uh, volunteers we have in the communities that we're dealing with. And then, of course, we'll be back down here in Dummy Dykes this afternoon to do the food distribution in, in Dummy Dykes. OK, so there's a couple of questions then I have for you. Uh, where are you getting the food from is my first uh, the food, the cooked food is coming from the uh, Food for Good and Leaf are producing a lot of the cooked meals for us and also Diced Meal Prep and Gilmerton are producing a lot of the food for us and uh, we also have a, a catering company producing soup for us at the weekend so we are seven days a week with the cooked food and then any uh, non-perishable food they go into survival packs with toilet rays and just sort of basics for people and they're delivered around the city as well. And so who is actually... Um you know, benefiting from your service. And we should say, actually, that you're you're doing this under the uh, banner of Helping Hands, I think, are you? Yes, that's right. Edinburgh Helping Hands. So we are all volunteers, uh, no staff whatsoever. We take no state funding or corporate funding. This is just local people helping people. Uh, who's benefiting from it? We are based in uh, mostly in housing schemes in Edinburgh, where we do our football and boxing for free for kids. We would do our bikes for kids. We would give out new free bikes to kids. We would do our books for kids, toys, food at Christmas, etc., etc. So we have groups in uh, Newhouse, Wester Hills, Gilmer, and Nidre, Dummy Dykes, and Leaf. But we've also extended that now across the city. If people get in touch in crisis, and also we're now doing a lot of pensioners and sheltered housing as well. So there's a wide range of people benefiting from the work that our volunteers are doing. That's terrific. And so how can people then either tell you about people they know who would benefit from this service or indeed how can they come and help? Yeah, well, I mean, if people want to help now, what I would say is we have, a, if you go to our website, solidarity.notcharity.com, they can get in touch with us there with volunteering. But we are not doing what the government are doing, which is just fast-tracking volunteers and throwing them into communities to deal with vulnerable families. Our volunteers all have to be registered. They have to be trained. We have to make sure the proper checks are done. I know the council and the government are fast-tracking uh, PVGs, mm -hmm. for example. We'll not be doing that. Like We make sure our volunteers are trained and are doing the very best and all the checks are done properly. But if people want to get involved in that process, we're very, very happy for them to do so. In terms of how people can be referred, we have local groups in these areas, so we have that local knowledge already. So what we do is, like, in an area, we have the people on the ground, our volunteers know who needs the help, and also we have then volunteers, as so it's neighbours delivering to neighbours, so we don't be sending strangers to people's doors. So the referrals would come in a bottom-up way like that. Now, we have been getting some referrals from state agencies or state-funded agencies, and we have, been, we have been filling that vacuum that's there, 
But I have to say we're a little uneasy about that because if people are getting paid a very good salary to do this work, they should get on and do it and they shouldn't be asking volunteers to do it for them. Well, that's true. But of course, you're, you're all out in the community all the time anyway, and I'm sure all your people who are volunteering yep. all have to have PBG checks yes. and everything to be working with children and young people. So um, so social distancing protocols followed yes, before exactly. the curtain twitchers exactly. start. So you're, uh, you've got the, all your guys are out there wearing masks and wearing uh, some PPE. Is there anything that anybody could give you which would I help you with your, I mean, your job? funding we won't be applying for any of this hundreds of millions of pounds that people keep telling they're there and you're going to working class areas and there's nobody there but anyway we'll not be applying for that we are very much a grassroots organization so people can go and if they wanted to make a small donation if they were able to that would be appreciated or they could donate food they could buy food and donate food to a drop-off point as i say at the cranny which is monday friday 11 to 2. Okay, and that's yes. in Cranston Street, just off the Royal Mile. Um, and you've also said, though, that you are going to be um, at the Braidwood Centre at one o'clock. Is that going to be every day? And then that's going to be to distribute well, food. Well, this is a sort of but specific tell issue me about that. Came up. As you know, I'm also the chair of W. Dykes Residents Association. And W. Dykes has some, some specific problems, I think, which have been highlighted by this crisis. Helping Hands have been providing between 50 and 60 cooked meals a day to residents in Dummy Dykes. But we were conscious, both with Helping Hands and the Residents Association, and I should say the Committee to Braidwood Centre as well, who are working with us, we're conscious that we're missing people. People are falling through the cracks. Now, where every other community that Helping Hands is in, the community centre might be shut, as the, the council offices might be shut, okay, but then people have been moved into a church hall, they've been moved into commercial properties, they've maybe used the arts centre in the area, whatever it is. Not for the public to go in, but where volunteers can go in, get food delivered, sort it and distribute it. So it's like a coordinating hub. Every community has something like that, except Dummy Dykes. Now, the Residents Association and the Braidwood Management Committee are both in writing to the elected representatives and to officials have said, look, work with us here to create some sort of coordinated hub so we can make sure that we're getting food to vulnerable people. The council just absolutely refused. And as you know, because you've been into Dummy Dykes, there is nothing here. There is no church. There is no commercial properties. The community shop's been closed for the last round of cuts. We don't even have a bus left now because of cuts. And now the Braidwood Centre's closed. They won't allow us to use community flats. They won't allow us to use a training centre, even for an hour a day just for coordination. So it's a really desperate situation here. So helping hands are, are filling the void in the sense that we're delivering these cooked meals. But we want to get to the people we're missing. So we're, what we're going to be doing today is we will be outside the Braidwood Centre, which is locked up, and we will be having uh, free food, cooked meals and non-perishable food. And residents can just come and take what they like, take what they need for themselves and their neighbours. That's great. And that would be a, a huge benefit to you if uh, there was any way that the community centre could be open. I was up in uh, Gilmerton and uh, seeing yeah. people up there and they were working from a church hall. And you're right, it makes a huge difference just to have somewhere. We're not going to have, yeah. every day is not going to be sunny like today, I'm quite sure. Um, and of course, there are people in Dumby Dykes who uh, really can't uh, get anywhere very much. Your only yeah. shop is the local Tesco's and they can't really get anywhere because of the, the number six bus being off. But the, the but Lothian buses have put the that number 35 back well, on. I mean, is what that I would say about that, that is help? to say anything other than for people who use the 35, for people who are on that route, 
it is obviously better having a 35 and not having a 35 service. So on that level, we welcome it. But that is not a solution to the problem. A dummy dike's been abandoned without a bus service. There is no bus service here. This is the final cut. As I say, everything's cut, cut, cut. And this crisis is now, this is cost, this is, this is putting people's lives at risk. Let's be honest about this. People have been self-isolating. They're told they can't go out. People are maybe suffering from the symptoms of COVID-19. There was nobody here for the council. There was nobody here for the voluntary sector. There was not even a bus service. This is a very, very dangerous situation we're in. And the implications going forward are going to be quite serious, I think. So people should be aware of how a working class community right on the doorstep of the Scottish Parliament are being treated. Yeah, absolutely. And just to remind people that your uh, website is solidaritynotcharity.com and there they'll get all sorts of information about either how to help you with perhaps donations or whatever, or indeed um, to help people who are in need of some food donations. No so problem. thank you very much indeed, Jim, for speaking with indeed. us. You better get on. Day, I know you've got a busy day. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Edinburgh Reporter podcast. Listen out for more episodes coming soon.